What is happening, guys? Welcome out to Drop In with Lofton. I am your host, Scott Lofton, hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you guys are having a great, great day. And welcome to the first episode. Now, this is a podcast that I don't want to overdo it and go too crazy with it. I want to just, I just want to relate with you guys. I just want to get real and get sensitive and and get not too creepy as the way this is going right now (laughs) but for real guys i want this to be a very open and relaxed episode and a relaxed forum i don't want anything to be awkward and we're gonna be having a lot of different guests on this show and it's gonna be pretty cool so if you're listening to this through soundcloud or youtube whichever welcome we're gonna be talking about things in the entertainment industry what's happening in the world I don't really want to get political on things because then things just get weird and they get even weirder. So I I, I don't want to go that direction with anything. So we're going to stay <laughs> what I know, which is, well, which is not a lot. But, you know, I know a lot in the entertainment industry of things and what's going on. For the first thing I want to talk about today is what is killing everybody right now, which 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 is that the Super Bowl. Let's. Let's talk about the beautiful and <laughs> wonderful Super Bowl that we all had and we all know about. So uh, we'll just we'll just jump into it. So we all know that Super Bowl happened, and I am in Shreveport, Louisiana, which means I will gladly tell you that the Saints got robbed. Um, but you know, everyone in their dog saw that play. I mean, everybody in their cat, dog, and whatever other animals that you want to choose to live with. Cut saw what happened and it it was nuts and people were like whoop you know it happens all the time it happens all the time I'm like yeah it it does happen but when you're looking on like in this play it was a pivotal moment in the game and it was clear to two or three referees in the world as well exactly what happened when there was a pass interference beyond pass interference so. It, it was it was pretty nuts. But the biggest thing that I saw, for, and of course, that led the Rams uh, to fight the Patriots. And then Tom Brady became another living legend. Tom Lady, Brady, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> so that was another big one that, that hit the stage with that. But, however, the greatest thing of the whole night was, oh, my gosh, the moment that Adam Levine took his shirt off. It was gorgeous. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, yeah, the 39-year-old Maroon 5 frontman had an epic night on Sunday, performing his Super Bowl halftime show with a longtime band and several musical guests, which we're not going to even get into those at the moment, uh, and had to ruin SpongeBob for a lot of people. They just they just had to go there and ruin poor SpongeBob for everybody. Um, rest in peace. But anyways, it, it was an interesting night. Uh, you know, Living then took a moment at the end to thank both his fans and his critics for helping him get him to that point in his career where he could do a halftime show. But I don't know what was going on with his pitch. Like, I'm not a singer, you know. I mean, I like to sing in the shower when no one's looking and by myself and my dog starts howling with me. I don't know what that is a sign of. But I am telling you that with Adam Levine, he's a great singer. He really is. And so for... Him to be kind of like having this off pitchiness going on with his voice. He's just not hitting those high notes right. And I don't know what was going on. Maybe he had a cold. Maybe he should have kept a shirt on. I don't even know. I don't know how cold it was in Atlanta that night. <laughs> that night but apparently it was uh, it was pretty cold. So, But anyways, talking and moving on from that. 
you know, Adam Levine is a great singer. You know, he's been a judge on The Voice for many, many years. And, you know, and I have utmost respect for him, obviously, and what he's done. But then taking your shirt off, bro. Um, of course, if I did that, I might scare some people. Look, I think this is a podcast at the moment, right? Uh, I won't try to scare you with a little nip slip. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but the whole thing about it is he he, he tried to to pull it out, you know, bring out his body, bring out a six pack. And he's, I'm, you know, he's still getting up in that age. He's not old yet, but, you know, 39 years old. He's starting to get up in the 40s, 50s. He's starting to get that age. So for him to still do that, be the iconic Adam Levine, is just kind of the big, the big deal. Um, but yeah, so moving on from that, the good thing about this is that the Maroon 5 in the NFL are actually going to be donating $500,000 to charities um, ahead of the Super Bowl. So the good thing is whatever they got paid um, and from their label and all that stuff like that, it actually is now moving forward. They're going to be using it for charity purposes. I don't really have any info on what charity specifically they're talking about. But at the same time, it is going to be uh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. And I am excited to hopefully uh, at least get some you know, positive vibes come out from, from this, uh, Super Bowl show, and, and it's sad, guys, because I've actually lost my interest in football, uh, a while back, and I played in high school, and I played, uh, growing up and everything, but I, I just, I just, I just lost my interest, I didn't, I didn't want to keep pursuing and keep doing football, um, I, you know, I went, I got into acting, and then I got into cage fighting and martial arts, that's really, and we're gonna have another show on that, but th that's really where I started, was football, and that's my first sport that I, I was like, all right, this is, this is it, this is where I set myself up for the future, and then I wind up not doing it, but I still love football, I just don't like watching, I'm more of a guy who, like, I'd rather be in a sport than, and play it, like, or play with friends, like, recreationally, than actually go out and, and watch it or watch it sports religiously. And actually, my fiance just got me hooked on handball. So I'm not gonna go off on a big old tangent of that. But America, if you are listening, if any of the sports people in America are listening to this podcast, then I'm gonna tell you we gotta put handball up in this joint because handball is actually really entertaining. If you don't know what handball is, just look it up. Uh, it's very internationally known. I, there is an American team, apparently. Now, I thought it was handball. It was like when I was a kid, and there's a giant wall, and you throw the ball, and he has to hit it like a weird ping pong by yourself kind of thing, and you have like a friend or two, and I thought that was handball. Apparently not. Handball is kind of like a mixture of basketball strategy mixed with like soccer and rugby kind of type of ideal. It's very fast-paced. It's actually really entertaining, and my uh, fiance, who's from France, They've been number one for many years or up in the, the finals. And so there's only a small season of handball. And it's, it's pretty intense. It's it's pretty cool, if I might add. But I, I've never been a big, like, like I said, I've never been a big person to watch a lot of sports. I've always wanted to be the one to be out there playing or getting muddy and dirty and just, yeah, getting into it. All right. So I like Batman now. Uh, speaking of Batman, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to get into that to another episode because... Yeah, but another word. Um, here we go. Let's let's get into some Liam Neeson now. Uh, you know, Liam Neeson apparently had a new uh, film called The Independent. Um, he did. I'm sorry. He did an interview with uh, Britain's The Independent show, and they went on there and they were talking about it to promote his new film called Code Pursuit. 
Um, and allegedly, uh, he sought out revenge after an unnamed female loved one to, told him that she had allegedly been, been raped. Uh, he was talking about like this, this old story of his. Uh, so don't take that out of context. Um, you can go to etonline.com and a couple different places. Um, so basically what the story was, he was saying that he shared a story with the outlet about a time when he once sought revenge after an unnamed female loved one told him that she had allegedly been raped. So he was trying to find, he was pulling up the taken card for real, uh, within a whole other <laughs> rated R version. Um, you know, he quoted that there's something primal, uh, uh, primal god forbid you've ever had a member of your family hurt under criminal conditions i'll tell you a story this is true adding that he had just come back from overseas some time ago when the woman claimed she had been sexually assaulted she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way but my immediate reaction was i asked did she know who it was no what color were they she said it was a black person uh and so this led to a whole nother news outlet talking uh of people calling liam neeson racist and that he it shouldn't matter what color they are um and all this now i, I agree now i agree and i'm trying to get poly i don't want to get political on this but i'm talking about it because it is liam neeson and it is a little entertainment slash uh political so i'm kind of bouncing over to that just a little bit to talk about how liam neeson is is a is a <laughs> he's an interesting actor uh i am a fan of some of his movies but he's an interesting man. This is very true. And I don't, it doesn't matter the color of their skin or your skin or where they're from, you know, culture, you know, the, the culture can affect this obviously in different ways, but talking about how Liam Neeson here was asking what color they were. Now, I think what people were misconstruing here is that obviously he was looking to identify the person, whether they were white or black or it didn't matter. It was just, like he needed like, who are they? I will find them. And when I do, I will kill them or I will take care of the issue or bring them to court like I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not because I don't think about things out the whole way. I just kind of go on my natural taking instinct. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you're gonna hear a lot of voices in this podcast, so get ready. But, but the whole, whole shebang here is that, Hey, uh, the media likes to blow things up. And that's, and that's kind of like the first thing I'm talking about on this podcast is like how the media likes to blow Nikes up and, and the whole point of this guys is like yeah we need to understand and be smarter than the media because we look at the media and we go uh yeah that's got to be true or we look at the news and go yeah that's got to be true but you know there's many times the news and media and certain things are cut a certain way or you misconstrue it and they want you to see what they want you to see and like well we we, we know this scott we know this mr lofton why are you telling us this I'm, I'm telling you because apparently we don't in some areas and i'll even say there are some scientists and doctors too and i know I'm, I'm gonna have them on the show uh not the specific one hopefully but that are on here and they've done some research or the high there's been many instances where doctors will hide their research and give you false research as the actual final hypotheses and uh that's not the right word for it i'm not a scientist um but it's crazy how you have so many people that are easy and eager to follow just one word or one sentence or one underlying statement um that it kind of like marks their whole being or belief system you know and it's crazy how we just fall 
into the, these traps and it, it's it's crazy so i don't want to get like i, said, I don't want to get really political on these podcasts i want them to stay pretty open and pretty easy going um because it, it, I, I don't want it to be one of those i don't want to be like you know what all we got is this dude talking about other things that we already know and blah 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 blah, blah. i don't want to do that so i'm going to talk about other things that um are going to be very influential, right? But I do want to bring up something because I'm an actor and I want to get into it about the Oscars because the Oscars are coming up and I'm so excited. But here's the thing. For the first time in three decades, the Oscars will apparently and officially have no host. Hey, I'm just saying I'm open, guys. Look at the Oscars. Hey, look, guys, <laughs> if y'all need a host, this boy is ready to go. Uh, just man, just me. I'm a man. This man is ready to go. But apparently, officially, an ABC Entertainment PR and Academy spokesperson confirmed that the information they have months after Kevin Hart stepped down, because he was originally supposed to be the host for the Oscars this year. He stepped down in December, just hours after he was announced as the host, after apparently homophobic tweets he posted almost eight years ago resurfaced. That's another thing. I'm not going to get into it, but for real, y'all, you're getting all crazy about something that people did in their past. Now, I understand you need to be familiar with it. You don't want to, like, you know, let who they are and if they have a troubled past lead to a certain level. But, like, come on, hosting the Oscars, and we all know Kevin Hart jokes a lot, and we all know to have tough skin and have this kind of sense of humor, and I'm tired of people being a bunch of babies. But, anyways, I'm going to get on before I lose everybody in my first podcast. But in January... Apparently, Kevin Hart apologized to the LGBTQ community, adding, we thought it was okay to talk like that because that's how we talk one another, but this is wrong now because things have changed because people are big babies. But anyways, going on, he later said on the GMA that there's no more conversation about it. I'm over that. I'm over the moment when asked about the Oscars and his past comments. So the last time the Oscars went out with the host was 1989. So basically, right now, uh... We don't have a host, but the producer, Alan Carr, is going to like try to have more uh, presenters instead of one official MC. Because uh, earlier this week, a diverse array of Oscar presenters were announced, including Whoopi Goldberg, Tessa Thompson, and a lot of great, great actors and people out there. And it's set to air February 24th on ABC at uh, 8 p.m. So make sure you guys set your clocks for that. But that leads to another thing that I want to quickly you know, just mention with you guys is Oh my gosh, people like everyone out here. And again, I'm not getting political. I'm just getting talk. With, I'm just gonna get real with you guys. I'm gonna get real up in there with you guys. And that is, why do we have this tendency to just overreact to the simplest words? Why, you know, words have power. I get that. I agree a hundred percent. But when we look at someone like Kevin Hart or old school Robin Williams, rest in peace, or all these guys, right, or girls who are back there and they say things, they're comedians. You can't take a joke for two freaking seconds. And especially it's like eight years ago when he was still growing in his craft. He was still learning as a comedian. Okay. Do you know how many offensive things have been said by comedians all over the stage today regarding in all these different types of communities and the settings and stuff? They're jokes, guys. And even if it's a tweet, they're comedians. You got to understand that the comedian has a persona that they put on the tweet, the, the tweeter. They put on the tweeter. They put on the Twitter, and they put on these different areas. It, it is a personification that you need, that we need to understand, and we need to be able to focus on. Because 
we, we, we get so held up in every single minuscule thing that is said and it's, and it's horrible because then we wind up having these like these kind of things happen where we don't have anyone to host the Oscars. We don't have anything to, to keep going. And it's like, OK, well, now we're kind of stuck. Right. No, but I, I am glad that they're going to be having, um, you know, other presenters and other people that are going to be jumping in to help out with that. Uh, so apparently Liam Neeson was called a racist and he went on live. He's like, I'm not racist. And then we're talking about Kevin Hart's homophobic type of, of statement that was said on Twitter, uh, many, many years ago that resurfaced and it's crazy, but real quick, real quick within talking about this, my, one of my last things, and this is going to be a short podcast. They're going to be a little longer than this. I just want to make these pretty short because this is the first one. So I don't want to bore you for the rest of your days. Uh, Oh, the rest of your days, it's our problem. For, okay, uh, so we're going to talk about <laughs> the boys are back. The boys are back in town, and I'm talking about the Backstreet Boys. That's right. The Backstreet Boys are bigger and better than ever, are they? You know, the boy band that made famous in the 90s having a career comeback with the first number one album in 20 years. That is, that is, that is pretty nuts. So basically meaning... The Backstreet Boys are now, uh, well, they're now one of the top top bands again. I, I grew up listening to the Backstreet Boys. Like, the Backstreet Boys are pretty freaking cool. And I grew up listening to them. And like, I, I like Larger Than Lie. I, I like so many of their songs. Now, again, here comes the real dispute. In sync or the Backstreet Boys? That's right. You have a decision to make, my friends. Is it the Backstreet Boys or the NSYNC? I don't know why I'm like Russian Italian here. It doesn't make sense. But the Backstreet Boys, they've they've stayed together as a group more, and you know they, they're the ones that kind of broke away for a little bit, worked away in their own individual stuff, stuff, life, families, and they came back together and they kill, they're killing it now. I'm not a big fan of the newer songs. I think they sound a little too modern. I like the Backstreet Boys keeping it the Backstreet Boys. Like, I like the original sound of the B-Boys, B- the B the BS Boys. That nah, doesn't sound right, B- but I mean, it fits. The BS Boys, Backstreet Boys. Anyways, I like the classic Backstreet Boys, not so much the new age trying to fit in with today's pop type music. It, it's re- To me personally, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, so... Yeah, uh, I, I'm not gonna get too too in depth here, but I but I am saying that, uh, in my personal opinion, that the Backstreet Boys need to keep to what they've been good at and to keep the old school sound alive, baby. Old school sound alive. Uh, without that horrible uh, sounding, uh, you know, voice that I I just totally did, so. But thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and uh, make sure you guys get with us because we're going to have a special guest on our next episode. Uh, We're going to have the one and only Moses Daniels on here. He's a good friend of mine, a good actor friend of mine. Uh, He's another producer and writer out here in Shreveport and making his way through the community, coming up in it. And we're going to talk about acting. We're going to talk about acting and the creative writing process. So make sure that you guys Tune in for these podcasts and listen. It's going to be fun. If you're on the way to work, then make sure your seatbelt's on. Make sure you're enjoying that. Hey, and if you're just hanging out, if you're just bored and you decide to listen to this idiot on this <laughs> on this podcast, then, hey, 
welcome out. I'm glad you can. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And to make sure if you are on SoundCloud listening, follow and hit that like button. And then also if you are on iTunes, well, uh, this may or may not be on there just yet, but we are on our way. But once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. I'm your boy, Scott. This has been Drop In with Lofton, and I will see, well, <laughs> hear and talk to you guys in the next podcast. Thank you guys so much. We back at Drop You Later.